Bethany Covenant Church Sermon Podcast. We are a multi-generational community in Berlin, Connecticut. Our services are held Sundays at 9.30 a.m., and you can find out more about us at www.bethanycovenant.org. God has always loved us. Pastor Craig, tell us something new. Well, do you know how fortunate we are to be able to say that? God has always loved us. You know how fortunate we are to know that? It was not always so for the birthing years of the Evangelical Covenant Church, nor its mother church, the State Lutheran Church in Sweden. God has always loved us was a revolutionary statement in the mid-1800s in Sweden. The teaching around the incarnation, God becoming man, and the atonement, the reconciliation of God and humankind through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And it could be summed up this way. In the fall, the original sin of Adam and Eve, God became angry, and his wrath could only be met by a sacrificial death of another for God to be reconciled to us. In a rather casual conversation, Pastor P.P. Waldenstrom was having with a group of colleagues, one of them remarked, how glorious it is that God is reconciled. In other words, that God's wrath has been satisfied. Waldenstrom replied with the question which afterwards became the slogan of the controversy about the atonement. Where is that written? The response of those clergymen present was merely to laugh at the question. Everyone knew quite well that it was written almost everywhere in the Bible. Or was it? Waldenstrom was serious about his question and began a quest to search the scriptures from front to back. He came to the following conclusions from his in-depth study. Number one, no change occurred in God's heart because of our fall. Number two, it was no wrath in God's heart which through the fall came in the way of man's salvation. Number three, the change which occurred through the fall was a change in man only, and that he became sinful and fell from God and the life which was in him. Number four, as a result of this fall, a reconciliation was necessary for man's salvation, but not a reconciliation which appeased God and presented him as merciful but one which removed man's sin and presented him righteous again. And number five, this reconciliation has been achieved by Christ Jesus. By this extensive study of scripture, P.P. Waldenstrom showed the young covenant church, both in Sweden and America, that our reconciliation to God was not a satisfaction of God's wrath against us, but a fulfillment of God's love for us. That is such a significant statement. Listen now, if you would, just to three of countless numbers of scriptures that speak to us about the love of God. You're familiar with all of these, and may these be the source of blessing and encouragement of God's love for you as together we receive Holy Communion this morning. First, from the Old Testament Psalms, we find this community call to worship. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love 
endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords. His love endures forever. Psalm 136, 1 through 3. Second, from the Gospel of John, we find these words from the Apostle at the end of the discussion Jesus is having with the Pharisee Nicodemus. God so loved the world. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. John 3, 16 and 17. And third, from Paul's letter to the church in Rome, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8, 37 through 39. God has always loved us. Thank you, Paul Peter Waldenstrom, for your part in keeping the Bible central to our faith. And God's love clearly the cause for his incarnation in Jesus and God's love making possible our atonement. On this weekend, we celebrate our independence as a nation, our freedom. We are blessed, truly. Sixteen days ago, we celebrated the freedom of the last slaves in America. There's been a blessing here, but more is still needed. Every Sunday, we celebrate the forgiveness and freedom brought to us by Jesus Christ, forgiveness for our sins, freedom to live as the redeemed children of God. This should come to us as no surprise then, because God has always loved us. May we choose anew to love God back this day and always. Amen.